This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Good morning. It's Monday, August 14th, and I'm going to run through this one quickly. I have an appointment to get my wisdom teeth and a consult with my wisdom teeth, but I will include in the newsletter. <clears throat> in the newsletter, it's dailystockpick.substack.com. Um, you will find a photo of me doing my friend Steve's podcast, um, Into Backpacking. That's the letter N, the number two, backpacking. Uh, you can go to into backpacking.com and, and find it. Um, but he does a podcast. We did his 100th episode last night, myself and a few friends. So, uh, if you tune into this podcast for my sparkling personality, uh, you'll probably enjoy that one. Uh, there are several, uh, stories about, uh, y- your boy here. Um, Darwinism was the, uh, the topic for the 100th. And, uh, we got into quite a few different stories about things. Uh, can I tell you, I love Weeble. And if you don't have Weeble, go to uh, linktree. slash daily stock pick, and it's the third link right here. And you can open up a Weeble account, uh, clear and simple. Um, it is super super easy, and you get free shares anywhere between three and three thousand dollars. Throw a couple hundred bucks in there. I threw a thousand dollars into this. I am at. Let's see the check right now on Weeble. I am at. Oh, I don't want to trade that. Um, let's see. Cancel. Your boy is at $1,541. So I, I I will donate the proceeds over $1,000 to charity at the end of the year, but I'm at $1,541. Uh, what I like about it, and I will include this in the newsletter as well, and if you're not signed up, you're missing out, dailystockpick.substack.com. But I will include this. I love waking up, and Weeble gives me such a great – I took st- screenshots. There's three screenshots. It says, first, U.S. economic calendar. The top three U.S. companies ranked by market cap that are reporting this week. Walmart, Home Depot, and Cisco. Simple. And, and it tells us what the estimates are and what the previous earnings were. Nice and simple graphical interface. Then it says other large U.S. companies on the calendar. And it points it out by Monday through Friday. And it says Deer. It says uh, TJX. It says Seem Limited. It says uh, NU. It says uh, AMAT, Applied Materials. Uh, Pan W, which your boy owns and is in the core portfolio on Friday uh, after the bell. So uh, you can see all of this stuff in, in, in an e- nice and easy layout. Major economic events, uh, FOC minutes uh, on August 16th, retail sales month over month, July, um, uh, August 15th, uh, building permits preliminary, July, housing starts, July. And it's got all that stuff in there. So if you haven't signed up for WeBill, Weeble, I would highly uh, suggest it. I have uh, my main account is Fidelity. I still tell you, Fidelity has the best tools out there. Uh, educational wise, you won't find a lot of that stuff on Weeble outside of the app. Um, I, I like Weeble's desktop app. I also like uh, Fidelity's. But if you haven't put into Weeble yet, I'd say throw some money in there and try it. Again, a hundred bucks. Throw a hundred bucks in there. Use the link, and you'll get twelve free stocks. Uh, 
this is spy weekly we talk about the weekly because we want to look at the long term you've got a gap above and you've started to fill this gap below the below gap is 442 you're you're right now at 445 um it, it's kind of flat in pre-market it's at 445 41 you closed at 445 58 you're down slightly nothing to worry about this right here provides a support if you break support here i think you get down to probably let's pull this volume level back um right to about there and you can see down here about 437 is another shelf another shelf that 437. I, I don't expect this gap to be filled on this turn back. Uh, it's just not steep enough to come all the way back to 4, 406 on SPY. Um, you can see the MACD is down. It's not starting to cross up. The RSI is at 40, so it's not completely oversold. Uh, if we go to a, this is the, the four hour, I'm sorry, that's the four hour algorithm. On the, the weekly, you're just starting to see it turn. Uh, on the weekly, I think your first level of support, again, is like 430 on SPY. The, the MACD is super high up, and the RSI is at 62. So you do have some room to fall back. I, I believe the first level of support is around that 430. That would pull it back to the 21-day. Your second level of support is probably around the VWAP, which is about 415 to 420. And, and that would be where I would expect us to go. I don't expect us to go significantly back from there. You can see that the volume levels here, um, if we just pull this back a little bit, you can see the volume levels right here. This is from a, um, let's see, November 2020. Let's move this up a little bit. Um, we're going to grab that. And we'll move it up to the highs, January 2022. Uh, and you can see, clear level of support around 410 if we break down below 440 clear level of support there's a lot of gap there uh to be filled so i don't know where we're going don't know what you know what catalysts are in 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 the the queue but i do expect us to see some type of support level maybe you pull back a little to this uh 200 i, I again i think the 21 day right there at 430 I think if we're going to pull back, that's probably the level that I'm looking at. Patience is key. Speaking of patience, uh, your boy made a, 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 a buy on Friday. Uh, yeah, I usually don't buy. Uh, but SavvyTrader.com, if you want to follow my trade, SavvyTrader.com, simple, S-A-V-V-Y, Trader.com. Uh, it's de, de, uh, de, slash daily stock pick. Uh, you can see the trades. I bought DraftKings. And the reason I bought DraftKings is because when the Penn uh, announcement came out, uh, Penn and ESPN, that they're going to have, uh, Penn Gaming will have the 100% um, uh, ESPN Gaming, I think it's called or something. Uh, they haven't been very clear, but it starts very soon. I would assume that they get it up and running fairly quickly. But you can see they, they removed the Barstool Sports. The gap here between 31 and 30. It's kind of clear that, that we might go back there. What you have to realize is, yes, DraftKings has been on this run. Uh, NFL season is coming up. That's a catalyst in and of itself. You know what else was a huge catalyst? This earnings report. They lost $0.87 cents per share. They made $0.14 cents per share. 
Uh, They dipped all the way down to an RSI of 31. I bought on Friday at about $26. My expectation is we get above 30 sometime this week. Once it's above 30, I will switch to actually um, having some uh, stop losses and to protect my profits. I don't expect to hold this one long term. Uh, It's a good company with a good product, with good management. The earnings are questionable. So I don't want to hold something that's super expensive, but I don't mind, uh, you know, putting in some stop losses and just protecting it. I bought two lots of this. So, uh, you know, four, maybe five figures worth. Um, So it's a decent size. Uh, I I would suggest if you want to follow my trades, get on this uh, trading portfolio right here. Um, What will happen is every time I make a trade, you will see uh, in your email right there, purchase 300 shares at 28.53. DraftKings is now 13% of the portfolio. Uh, I expect it to get back to $30 per week. I like this one. I I love Savvy Trader. I really do. It doesn't link to your brokerage account. So I would suggest if you're new to trading, start up a Savvy Trader account and start journaling your trades. Uh, another one that I didn't, I don't think I made this one public, but um, on Friday, uh, we got a cross up of DRN. And if you're longtime listeners, you understand that DRN and DRV are real estate bull and bear, three times levered ETFs. The, the bull, three times levered, got triggered. And, and this one's an interesting one because it got triggered right on the 200 day at $9.14. That's where you're trading right now, $9.14. If you think that the real estate sector, and this has been a good one, uh, DRN has been not horrible, <clears throat> but for a triple levered ETF, you're down here. Um, you know, this has been, the home builders have been up. This one has been down. Do you get back to that 200 day back at 17? Don't say it can't happen because look at what happened during COVID. It bumped up there. Um, this is a beat down. It is a in a downward wedge on a weekly, but DRN on the algorithm got a buy here at nine dollars and fourteen cents. Um, let's talk about one that I do own, Cleveland Cliffs. They made a buy, uh, a bid to buy U.S. Steel, and U.S. Steel rejected it. Uh, Cleveland Cliffs is just in a free fall right now. All the way since after their earnings, they have posted good earnings, 69 cents per share, and they've been in a free fall from 17 down to 14 right now. Uh, it's probably just this run up from 15, and then you got the earnings and, and you just fall down. Look at the earnings last time. I, I mean, you lost money and then it went, went down. Uh, I do expect this gap up here between 18, uh, 80, 1875 and 1882 to get covered at some point in time. This is kind of a hype uh, stock, but they're making good products with uh, good management. Uh, again, these guys are just, they're, they're killing it as far as their, 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 uh, their product goes. They make uh, better earnings now than they did prior to the pandemic. And prior to the pandemic, they were trading down here at about seven. This has been a hype rally stock that's gone up. They made a bid for U.S. Steel, $7.3 billion, and U.S. Steel rejected it. So when Cleveland Cliffs makes that bid for U.S. Steel, and U.S. Steel, uh, their symbol is X, if you want to look at it. Uh, Pre-market, U.S. Steel is up 27% to $28.99, $29. It's, It's floating around there. 
Uh, at, this was trading at $22 in a free fall since their last earnings. They made $1.92. That was a good earnings um, or good earnings report. They covered this gap that was here between 24 and 25 Then they just started to slide down, and they were at $22. Right now, it's trading at $29. I would expect it to spike over 30 at some point in time uh, if you want to play it. Play it on short time frames. I think you can trade this one because it has significant volatility right now. I'll include that. Um, but essentially, U.S. Steel said, you know what? We got an unsolicited offer. We're going to absolutely 100% uh, look at other offers. So more than likely, this may get into a bidding war or Cleveland Cliffs is going to wind up paying more for it. So I saw the CEO of, uh, of Cleveland Cliffs is going to be on CNBC this morning at 11 o'clock. So it'll be interesting to see. Uh, natural gas, it's going up again. <clears throat> Pre-market, Boyle is at 73.09. On Friday, you could have bought Boyle at, you know, well, earlier last week, 66.99. Great buy. If you got Boyle in the 50s, you're doing really well. 66.899 was the buy here on August 7th. You're still in this. Still have confirmation, so if you wanted to get it, I said, hey, anything under 70, go ahead and buy it. Go ahead and buy it under 70. Um, I, I do think that you have an opportunity. If you want to get in early this week, I think uh, natural gas is the only energy sector that hasn't run. Oil is running. Um, oil is back up. They're ignoring the, the China, um, uh, the China uh, weakness in their economy, but oil is back up. Uh, there's another stock that I want you to take a look at, and I'm going to take a serious look at this one because it's kind of no joke now. I mean, they, they announced earnings, and, and you kind of fell here from about $19, almost 20 down to you're at $15.72. You're trading 3% up in pre-market at $16.24. Uh, Brandon sent me a nice little article on how these guys uh, poached an Amazon executive. Um, so I, I, they're in super computing, quantum computing. I like that sector. I'm going to take a look at it. I, I mean, down here, I was making fun of all these guys. Hey, IONQ is the next thing. And it was at $4. I, I was totally, I was boomering you 100%. I was boomering you. Oh, these kids know nothing. <laughs> I was Walter sitting in my rocking chair and, and, and screaming, get off my lawn, kid. But at $5, I mean, you're up at 15, 300%. In what? Uh, three, four months? May 5th. May 5th, this, this $5.74 was. You've tripled your money since then. I, I think you could go higher. Now, again, it's a new company. Do not expect this one to continue this hype. But if we go back to 2021, when they're kind of, you know, we're just IPOing, say, um, you know, 2021 was when they first came in <coughs> the high here, November, 2021, $25. So it's not unheard of. You got rejected here at, at 1955. I think, um, let's see, what was the high here? It was $20 and 14 cents. So I, I think 20 is where you're looking to go, uh, because I think it's going to reject there at 20 again. But IONQ is an interesting one. Last week, we talked about Chegg. Um, this is the online learning platform. And they had an earnings release last time, and it gapped down. It gapped down from 17 down to uh, about $11 per share. It started um, on when they announced this earnings. 
it started to fill that gap. It went all the way up to 1311, but then got rejected. Uh, is it going to start filling that gap again? Right now, you're still in this $8.89 buy. You're still up, what, 20%? Uh, it's good. I would probably take some look at taking some profits. I probably would have looked at taking some profits here at 13, uh, just trimming it. Uh, and, and But, you know, again, I think when I look at this and I say they, they made 27 cents per share, they made 28 cents per share. And what they announced was they now figured out their customer with AI. So I think it's coming back. I mean, honest to God, it's expensive. Do not think that this is a slam dunk to get back to fill that gap. Um, the, the PE is not crazy. The guidance is just not there to justify a huge amount. Year to date, it's down 60%. Uh, they're making $280 million in profit. They only have a $1.19 billion uh, market cap. So it's not a huge company. Now, when you go down here uh, and you look at some, they're selling at 10. Now, it's not a huge amount. They're selling at 8 and 10. Uh, the, the, the larger amounts, eh, they were selling at 25. So I, I do think that you've got some ability in this, this name to make some money. I think it's a trade. I don't think it's a hold. Uh, let's talk about Tesla because Tesla is pulling back. Tesla is at 235. Um, I think you get down to this 235.82, uh, pre-market trading at 235.59. That's the gap that you get. I want you to wait until you get confirmation. Wait until you get above that nine day on whatever chart you're trading so that you can, uh, uh, you can get uh, this, this bump. I, I, I'm sorry, Christian's saying I'm bumping. I'm trying to read comments while I'm talking. Uh, your boy can't do this. Your boy's tired. It's a Monday. Come on. I, I don't drink coffee. I just had some melon. I had some overnight oats. I had an egg. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think the 200-day might provide you support on this leg down. That's why I'm saying wait. Wait for confirmation. Miss the first 5%. Miss the first 10%. Maybe you make 20% off of that. Your RSI is in kind of no man's land. Remember, 20 is oversold. It's at 34. Uh, your MACD is still going down. It needs a catalyst to go up. And right now, I don't know what that catalyst is. But at 235, remember, we talked about Chegg not having a bad PE at, at, at uh, 5.28. Tesla, uh, if I can type. Ugh, my fingers can't type. Um, 68, forward PE of 51. It's not crazy in, in historical terms. These guys have a $778 billion market cap. They make $12 billion. Uh, year to date, it's up 96%. So do not think that this one at 96%, there's still sellers out there trying to take profits. If we pull this volume gap here uh, and we pull this back to, let's go back to January because we're going to take a look. Okay, everybody who's purchased between Jan December 30th when this initial buy at 119 came in and, and who's holding? The people who are holding are down here at 204. This is in no man's land as far as uh, volumes go. So if we close below 240 today, expect the next leg to be at 220. You're going to get your chance at 220, I believe.
So 220, again, uh, that's where I think Tesla is going. Let's look at Palantir because Palantir is another one that I'm holding. I held through earnings. Uh, it popped on earnings and then it kind of just died down. Um, it's still in, in a downward trend, but it's capitulating here between 15 and 16. Uh, right now, the algorithm, the four-hour algorithm has you out. If you don't have a position in this one, do not get it until you get confirmation. That MACD is still going down. Unlike Tesla, this one got into uh, more of an oversold territory. It's towards oversold. It's at 34 right now. It got down to 30, but it's been there since August 8th. So it, it's just kind of capitulating here, just kind of moving along. Understand, Palantir is still expensive, and Palantir, um, they have a PE, a forward PE of 58. They're not making money. They lost $48 million. They have a market cap of $32 billion. So they're not huge. They're mid cap, but they are up 140% year to date. Again, the volume gaps are here. You're seeing some support at 1448 right now. If we drip below that one, you're going all the way down to 10. So be careful with Palantir. I am holding. If it dips down to 10, I'm buying more. I want a long-term. And if you want to know why I want long-term, take a look at this weekend's uh, uh, educational newsletter, Tax Plan. Here I say, here's how I maximize my ta trading with this straightforward tax plan. Simple, simple explanation of how I view taxes. Now, PayPal. PayPal's a little bit of a different story. This one's been oversold all the way since uh, August 4th, where they dipped down to 23 on the RSI. But it's continuing to sell. Uh, I do think uh, you had this gap here between 75 and 69 uh, on their last earnings, and that was May 8th. And then just the previous earnings, uh, just a couple of weeks ago, August 2nd, which weren't horrible earnings. Um, they, they, the problem is the margins. They're just not making margins on this one. And the gap is between 72 and 68. I covered this gap all the way up here to 75. The next gap starts at 84. That's where I think we're going. But you do not have a buy signal yet. 61 right here, it doesn't have confirmation. Your MACD is starting to cross up. Wait for it. I think this 60-84 was a great buy because you got up here to 76. You should have been trimming on the way up. Absolutely 100% trimming that first gap. But you've got a chance to hit this second gap here all the way up to 73. And it will get filled. It's a decent company. Good, pro uh, good company with good products and good profits. The problem is the management. That's the issue with this one. So PayPal, I'd kind of wait, wait for it. Let's talk at NVIDIA. Your boy's going to add on this one. Uh, Morgan Stanley just named NVIDIA the top pick ahead of its earnings. They say it's a good entry point right now at 406. It's down slightly. I think you might be able to get this with a three handle. If you get this, it dips below 400. I think you pick it up. I don't think that we get back to this previous earnings where it's at 310. If you do, load up the Brinks truck. What I suggest is if you don't have a position in NVIDIA and you want a position in NVIDIA, I suggest that you add you know, 5%. Because it's in a downfall and you don't have confirmation, take say you want to add $1,000 of NVIDIA. Um, 
what's 5%? $50. Take 50 bucks and buy Nvidia today. On Wednesday, take another 50 bucks. Buy Nvidia on Wednesday. Uh, on Friday, take another 50 bucks and buy Nvidia on Friday. And keep doing that for the next few weeks. And then when they have their earnings on August 23rd, you'll have at least a couple of, uh, you know, a portion of the position that you want in there. If it dips back down here to 250, you'll be able to buy more position. You dollar cost average, be patient. Uh, trading is more about patience and, and building your way into a position uh, and, and making sure that you protect those profits on the way out. So that's where I think, again, Morgan Stanley named NVIDIA top pick ahead of its earnings. I think this earnings is going to be a tough one. But this last earnings they said was going to be a tough one because you ran all the way from 200 up to 300 between that time. So they said this earnings was going to be tough. And where'd you go? You bounced all the way up from 300 to 400. The, the Morgan Stanley price target is 500. So maybe you get down here to 400. And the next quarter goes from 400 to 500. So uh, this week, Walmart reports earnings. I think it's tomorrow. Uh, let's see. Let's see on the chart where it is. But uh, Evercore uh, looks for Walmart to beat and raise. Now, this one's had a really good run. August 17th pre-market. Yeah, Wednesday pre-market. Um, this one's had a really good run since it's 147. You got out with a nice 4% gain. Walmart's not typically one that you trade. Walmart is one that you typically just own. It's got the largest grocery um, exposure in the U.S. Groceries kind of provide that base. And what they've said in the past is when groceries provide that base, as long as their inventory stuff is targeted uh, and it's, it's uh, managed correctly, they can make higher margins on the other stuff. So it, you get the people in the door with the groceries, low-cost groceries. You get them out the door with, ooh, that's a nice T-shirt. Oh, my God, there's a TV on sale. Um, you know, higher-priced margin stuff. You know, maybe they buy an Apple Watch while they're there. Maybe they buy some, some shoes. You know, things of that sort they can typically buy. Weekly, you've gone here. When, when Walmart dipped under this 200-day right here in June, and it was trading around 120 and people were freaked out, Buy it all day long. This is a company with good products, good management, good earnings. It's a great company. So just buy it. It is a bit expensive. You're at all-time highs right now. Let's see where they are. Uh, Year-to-date, you're up 13%. Nothing to blink at, even though the QQQ is up like 30%. You're up 13%. Um, short interest is next to nothing. Uh, target price is 172. If you're buying at 161 and your target price is 172, that's not much. But you can see Evercore, uh, uh, well, I'm sorry, Credit Suisse outperformed. They moved it to 180. Uh, August 9th, Wells Fargo's overweight, 175. Um, Piper Sandler, June, tw July 25th, they raised their price target to 210. So you're you're even higher with your price targets from here. And with Evercore saying, hey, they look for a, a beat and raise, that might be good. I am not going to go over AMC uh, and Ape. I will put in the newsletter this link. Uh, it has the full explanation of what the Delaware court said and why Ape is up so much and why uh, you know AMC is down so much. AMC, <clears throat> sorry all you mean folks, but mean folks, but it's it's just it's it's a killer. 
Um, Trend Spider. Uh, five popular day trading strategies. I will include that in the newsletter as well. I will include that in the newsletter. Also, I will include uh, in the newsletter, there's an art, a YouTube video about HEQT. And that is a simplified hedge against the S&P. This is an ETF that basically uses a collar strategy. So they buy uh, puts and calls around the S&P. And so you, you wind up getting a, a more evenly distributed uh, S&P ETF. So if you don't like the high volatility of maybe the S&P, you know, last year it was down uh, 17%. I think this was down like 4%, 5%. Don't think that it, it beats it because while you're up 17% this year, this one's up, you know, 5, 10%. It's not much. Uh, it, it's, it's significantly less. Uh, Marley wants me to look at LEG. I don't even know what LEG is. I didn't look at this one. Leggett and Platt. Let's see what they do. Let's go over to Finviz. And if you don't know how to look up like a stock, how I do this, I go to Finviz. I go down here to the description. Incorporates design, manufacturers, and markets, engineering, components, and products worldwide. Operates through three segments bedding products, specialized products, and furniture, flooring, and textile products. The company offers steel rods, drawn wires, foam chemicals, and additives, inner springs, private label finished mattress, wire forms. So they, they make commodity products, consumer cyclicals, and furnitures, uh, furnishings, fixtures, and appliances. It's got a PE of 17, which seems high for that kind of thing. Got cash on hand of $2 per share. Plenty of cash. They make $231 million. Uh, it has been beaten down year to date. It's down 10%. You are 2% above your 52-week low of $28. Uh, $28.94, it's kind of uh, even. Uh, I wouldn't expect this one to be a huge, huge mover. Uh, consumer cyclical has been bad. Here's what you have to watch about in consumer cyclical. Uh, student loan payments come back up. Uh, we are, have higher interest rates. People will start having fewer dollars to spend. Right now, they're spending it on travel. Do I expect that to go to back to home furnishings? Probably not. You get a gap here between 35 and, thir uh, 35 and 36, say. You're still in a downward. Uh, the algorithm loses you 51% versus just buying and holding this one makes you 395 so the algorithm's not great on this one, um, even as far as protection goes. Uh, you can clearly see this got uh, pandemic hype all the way from 22 uh, up to 57 in, in May of 2021. And then you just started to slide. I mean, 2021, uh, yeah, we, we, we refur refurbished our houses and then everybody started to get out. So leg it and plaque down there. Now, Pre-pandemic, uh, you were a $55 in, in December 2019. When you got to February, you were hitting the 200-day at 45. I think it's beaten down. I don't want to say it's a great company. I don't know anything about the, about the, the uh, management, like Marley, but I'd probably stay away from it. I mean, just from a long-term perspective, I'd rather wait until you get back to this 50-day at 32 and ride it from 32 to 40. Than, than to see it drip down here to 25. Now, we were in the pandemic here. There was no money to be spent, blah, blah, blah. That's where you're trading right now. So something's up with this one. I just don't know what. <clears throat> Joe, uh, Scanning Energy found SLT. 
This is Silverton Energy. Dividend, 24.36%. This is a super small cap. Um, you can see it's just kind of new. Uh, so there's not much charting that I can do. Uh, PE is 3.6, beat down, but room to grow while taking that monthly dividend. Looks interesting. Let's look at SLT. I, I can't find it. It's not out there, Joe. So I, I think it's, it's probably one of these uh, Silverton Energy, SLT. Yeah, I think it's Silverton Energy, but I can't find it, Joe. Um, I don't know. It's SLTN. It's got to be SLTN, I would think. Let's see. SLTN. Is that out there? Let's see. <clears throat> uh, SLT. Let's see. SL, let's Google it. SLT stock. Salu Energy. There we go. Financial Times. Um, oh, it's a Poland stock. Uh, let's see. PE market cap. Uh, I, I know nothing about this, Joe. SLT. I, I, I can't even see it. Yeah. I'll have to look that one up. Joe, if you got information about it, Joe's usually pretty good. Um, I can't find SLT even in TrendSpider. Uh, but maybe I, I mistyped it. Perhaps I mistyped it. I know, Joe, you're listening. So if I got the symbol wrong, put it in there. Uh, EGY is the other one that he said. Uh, EGY is Valco. <laughs> How do you say it when it's got two A's? Um, Valco, EGY is my bank account. Oh, look at that. Joe, Joe's been trading this one for a while, he said. Popped on earnings. I mean, you went from $4.42 up to $5.02. Uh, EGY, let's look it up on uh, Finviz because it, it, it's energy. Yeah, you get a 5% dividend too. This has been great. Year to date up 10%. I mean, shit, energy is not up year to date. Let's see. XLE. What's year to date XLE? Up 2%. XLE is up 2%. And EG, EGY is up 10%. Great stock. Great stock here. Uh, PE is not crazy. Uh, it is a small cap, $514 million. They give a 5% dividend. Like I said, they are 14% below their 52-week high of $5.85. The target price is $8.53. Take that with a grain of salt because the last uh, uh, targets were back here in 2015. So take it with a grain of salt. It's not heavily covered. Now, in May, a bunch of people were buying. Uh, they're buying small amounts, but again, it's a small cap. So I wouldn't expect million dollar buys from a chief executive officer or anything like that, but he bought 10,000 shares at $37,000. He's made a bunch of money right now. Um, you know, chief financial officer bought uh, 5,000 shares at $3.95. Doing well. I mean, that, that, when you got buys, that's a, that's a good one. So Joe, uh, sorry, I couldn't find SLT. Let's talk about scans. Walmart. We talked about Walmart. They report uh, Wednesday, I think. It's up 0.4. Got another cross-up here. It's a secondary cross-up. You can clearly see the, 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 um, the MACD kind of going there. Uh, another stick in my craw, Sedge. Got a cross-up. Uh, SEDG. This one's just kind of crossing up. 176. Now, do I buy more? It still doesn't have confirmation over that nine-day. I do not want to buy a falling knife 
when it doesn't have confirmation over that nine day. So I'm less likely to buy this. It is oversold. It is at the RSI is at 21. So likelihood of this one being uh, continuing down low, it's not crazy, even as far as the, uh, the PE goes. The PE is at 34. Uh, price to sales is 2.75. Solar's just getting absolutely annihilated. Absolutely annihilated. So Sedge uh, had a cross-up. Costco has a cross-up. Uh, Costco, uh, had, this is a five, I said, Hey, buy this under 500. Um, you know, when we were back here, uh, in the, uh, what May 24th, I said, buy this under 500. It's a great company. 562 is the buy buy in right now. You just got out with a 10% gain. Do I expect you to make another 10%? It's going to be tough. It's a super expensive stock. I don't know that I initially get in there that far up. If you have a position, I would absolutely hold it, but I don't know that I'm necessarily starting another position here. Costco, if we go over here to the um, to Finviz, you can see for a consumer defensive discount store, PE of 41, here's what you have to know about Costco. If they do a member raise, a membership raise, this one could be you know a, a, a easily a $600 stock. Let's see what the average target price, 567. Um, you're 1% below your all-time high at 571. So I, I'd be a little bit nervous about buying in here with Costco. CVX has a cross-up. This is Chevron. This is one that you probably can't go wrong with. Buying here at 164, you can see there's a gap here at 184. If oil continues to go up, this one continues to make more money. I mean, Chevron and Exxon, kind of interchangeable. Another energy, MRO, Marathon Oil. Uh, let's wait for Transpider to pull this up. Marathon Oil has a cross-up. Let's see. It's at, I think it's secondary cross-up because most of these energy names have been running. Yeah, 2275 was the initial buy-in here, June 29th. And you're continue, you still have confirmation. 2684. Could it continue to go on a run? Well, let's take a look at a weekly because a weekly puts you way up here over the 200-day. So I'd be a little bit nervous about that one. Now, an energy name that I've been uh, telling folks about for a while is RIG. This is Transocean. This is basically, hey, they transport oil around the world. This is one that where they just have tanker ships. $8.70. You're just getting out of this 27% run on this one. Um, do you buy it here? I think it's a $10 stock. Um, if you want, I, I, again, I think it's a $10 stock. If we go to the weekly and we look at the weekly, you are above that 200-day. That 50-day is starting to move. Uh, but a $10 stock would only put you up to about here. You can see back in October 2018, it was significantly higher. Uh, I, I, I think it's $10 stock. I can't tell you that absolutely. Uh, these guys have some pricing power. They should be able to return money. Uh, but that one's there. We talked about DRN. Uh, Chewy is an interesting one. Chewy, in my mind, I think it gets back to 40 bucks. But here's the thing. These guys, good product uh, because everybody orders. But, I mean, I order my dog from, from Amazon. Buy Amazon. I mean, you know, why would I buy it from Chewy when I can get it for the same price at Amazon and get 5% off through my, uh, my, my um, Prime membership? I mean, that's, that's the problem with Chewy, and you got the death cross here. But at $30.89, I think you could trade this up to 33 Now, their earnings are coming out August 30th. 
I'd be a little bit skeptical, but if these guys continue this earnings, look at that, one cent and then 20 cents, they popped here from 29.70. All you're doing is covering that gap down. So you've got 29.75. You haven't covered the gap fully, but all you're doing is covering that gap. Now, if they post another 20 cents per share earnings, you're going to see it pop again from 29 to 33, 35, and then go up to 40. So I, I would continue to watch this one, but that's why I wanted to bring it up. ServiceNow has a cross-up. Uh, oh, Intuit's Alex Chris named PayPal CEO and president. Effective, that's huge. Remember we talked about PayPal having bad management? This is an Intuit uh, CFO who basically uh, is going to take over PayPal. That should provide the stock a pretty good bump, I think. Uh, ServiceNow. Great company. Uh, it's run quite a bit. If we go to a weekly and look at this one, you can see you still have some upside to get to the highs of 679, 680, somewhere there. Yeah, PayPal, 3%, 63. PayPal's a buy now. In my mind, PayPal's a buy. Now that you have uh, continued management, I, I think this one's good. Uh, PayPal, look at that turnaround. I, it was 63 now. You're going to get start to get this this gap filled up to 73. I think you can you can start outgoing into its senior executive oversaw small business and self-employed group in 2021 he led into it something I free, I didn't read it all. But I like that one. I will include the rest of the scans on um the newsletter again go to uh, dailystockpick.substack.com. Uh, you don't have to pay. The the majority of these newsletters are free. It's the weekend where I provide some some educational stuff. Uh, like this tax plan. And I'll do more on taxes with uh, uh, tax loss harvesting. We've had quite a bit of turn down. So if you're looking at, should I uh, take this and, and sell it? Um, yeah, yeah, you should probably take a look at your own situation. Again, I'm not a tax expert. I, I, I just kind of wrote about how I look at taxes, how I took a huge six-figure loss last year, paid no, nothing in uh, capital gains because I was able to kind of maneuver this. So it's just my thought on taxes. If you like it, I think it's $8 a month and $80 a month for the, $80 per, for the year, $8 a month. Uh, if you want to just get a, a taste of it, pay the $8. I think I offer a seven-day free discount as well, so you can get it for seven days. Um, but I will be upping, as I do more paid content and I archive the paid content, I will be upping the price. Last month, it was $7. Uh, for the month, $70 for the year. If you signed up for $7, your price does not go up. You can stay on that $7 a month for lifetime. The $70 does not go up. You will stay on that price for a lifetime. Uh, if you sign up for $8 and or uh, per month or $80 per year, that does not go up. That That's my, the, the day ones, you guys will have discounted uh, uh, newsletters. Um, that you can always refer back to. And of course, you know, listen, this is just if you want to pay. You don't need to pay. Like, like I said, the majority of this stuff, the pod notes, they're all free. So if you're just tuning in for some of the education, some of the, 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 the picks that I do, some of the scans, just, you know, you're fine. Now, uh, if you want to see any place that I go, uh, Savvy Trader is right here. This is Linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash Daily Stock Pick. You can get anything that you want from here. Uh, I think that's it. 
I got to go to the dentist. Today's just a consultation, so your boy's not going to have exploding uh, gums. Your boy's not going to have uh, be able. Uh, I'll be able to talk tomorrow, so I will be online tomorrow. If you have any questions, join the Facebook group. All of these symbols up here lead to socials, lead to specific places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts. There's a Venmo. Uh, and if you don't have social media and you just want to contact me, you just want to say hi. Email right there. Um, comment on the newsletter. Comment anywhere that you want. Uh, I appreciate you guys listening. I will include in the newsletter a bunch of stuff. My apologies about the echo on YouTube Live. I hope it doesn't show up like this on the uh, on the video. If it does, I'm just going to overlay the GarageBand uh, 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 GarageBand stuff. So, okay, take care. I will talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>